don't you just wish your double chin would just go to a faraway island and disappear? Always. <laughs> yeah, right, Nas. You don't have a double chin. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I do. No, you're <laughs> no, you're I just wish it would go away. And those bags and puffiness getting a little worse See, every day. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> Just listen to Robin S. from Lubbock, Texas. She said, I put that jawline cream on my neck like two or three days ago. That is the best my neck has ever looked in over 20 years. Several people told me my face looks young. I am blown away. With Jenny's <laughs> natural actives and a pure antioxidant base with no parabens, no chemical scents, and no pharmaceutical preservatives, it's the clean luxury your skin deserves every day. Click or call right now, and the GenuCell jawline treatment is yours absolutely free just for ordering the classic GenuCell plant stem cell therapy for bags and puffiness. Go to GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com. With Chamonix's 100% money-back guarantee, you only have the bags, wrinkles, and the double chin to lose. Chamonix. Ooh. Call now while three-day shipping is still free. Go to GenuCell.com and select Ladies Like Us at checkout for instant savings. That's GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. From Podcast One and the Lady Gang, are you ready for a relatable, unapologetic take on life? This is the Ladies Like Us podcast with Nazanin Mandy and Nadia Mohan. Welcome to Ladies Like Us. I'm Nazanin Mandy. And I'm Nadia Mohan. We are back. It's another week. Yep, another week. We're doing it and doing it. Oh, not doing it well. It's been <laughs> rough for me. Why? What happened now? <laughs> Remember when I said last week, I was like, I'm going to get out of my funk. Yeah. I didn't. You're still funky? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Today marks the day I came out of my funk. She's out of the closet, guys. <laughs> I'm gay. She's out of the funky closet. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> no, but for real, like, ugh. It but was, doesn't it feel good? Yeah, it's just such a fucking process. I know. It's like... Life is a process. It's a process. Like, I wanted to be out of my... It's not that I didn't want to be out of my funk, and I knew the steps that I needed to take. I knew I needed to go work out. And you, you know, I know what I had to do, but it's just like, you know, like when we talked to Tori, yeah. it's just like putting your feet on the ground and just being like this is what i'm gonna do it's just so difficult sometimes yeah it's like you can say you're gonna do it yeah but until you do it yeah i know and i'm sharing this because it's like y'all are not alone like we go through the same kinds of things everybody goes through the same mm-hmm. things and like i mean some people don't i'm i guess no, i don't know if it, they do or... i feel like if you're it's either one thing or another yeah like nothing is ever perfect. Yeah, of course not. But you know, it's, it's just and it, and it's hard to not beat yourself up about it because you're like it's hard when you care. Some people yeah, don't care. True. Some people don't care. They and just they... degaff. <laughs> we know some people like this. So de- yeah, do people yeah, know I what degaff is? I was just gonna be like, give us the degaff breakdown. Tell the people what a degaff is. <laughs> degaff is what don't give. A yeah. All right. We know a few people like this. We use it as a verb. Yeah, a degaff. <laughs> They're degaffing. Yes. Yeah. And you know, some people have ruined their lives degaffing. Yeah. We've yeah. seen it firsthand. We've seen it. 
And it's it's sad, actually. We've seen them on the streets. Degaffing. With no shoes on. Oh. Oof. We won't get into that anyway. (laughs) It's too deep. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I, you know, just being real, uh, Mm -hmm. I wanted to get out of my funk last week. I tried so hard. I did did do certain things, but just wasn't fully there. And But it's one step at a time. Yeah. Those little things add up. True. And today I just woke up and I was like, it's over, Nadia. Stop (laughs) being a disgusting person. (laughs) You are done. You are done with this life. (laughs) Until next time. (laughs) Until next time, America. Yeah, until like three more months later. (laughs) Oh my god. So why today? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know what it was, but um, well, I'll tell you, Friday I I did a workout. I did an intense workout. Okay. I felt great. Um, And (laughs) that's actually my blow of the week. Was your workout? No, because I waited for so long. Uh And then I worked out today i had a great workout too all right i am sore as uh, shit yeah that that welcome back soreness is on oh an, is another level of soreness i, I can't know. even walk up down the stairs i can't sit on the toilet oh. i am like you can't a, even tie your shoes no i'm I like know. a t-rex yeah. like my arms are just <laughs> like <laughs> but i know it's the process and, and you know what i've noticed too hmm. when working out as a lifestyle mm-hmm. it's, you're like eternally sore yeah. Do you notice it that? Doesn't go away. It doesn't go no. away. You're just like, no. wow, I thought I was done being sore. No. Yeah. No. I remember somebody asked us that. They were like, does this feeling ever go away? No. Like, and you're like, no, you just, unless you're just not working out hard enough. Yeah. If, if mean, you're not increasing weights yeah. and like, yeah. We, we lift weights. Yeah. You and I like lift weights. Yes. Um, you obviously have Tori. She's your trainer. I have, when I was living in OC, I used um, Justin. He goes by Justin Spartacus. And I'm so proud of him because I've known him for a minute now. I didn't even realize it. But he he's young. He's younger mm-hmm. than me. He bought out his gym that he was personally training oh, at. Shit, yeah, that's dope. So it's in Irvine. It's called Primal Fitness. Okay. Shout out to you, Justin. I know you've been wanting me to talk about you. <laughs> Go, Justin. Yep. As a you know a, a trainer, that's a goal. Yeah, it's a huge goal. That's amazing. And it's a struggle, you know. Like he tells me all the time, like. I got to pay these bills mm-hmm. and, you know, it's a lot. It's right. a lot of responsibility, but he's doing it and he owns Primal Fitness. It's in Irvine. It's a really dope, like, intimate um, private gym. It's for uh-huh. trainers. Um, but I think people get like, oh, training is too expensive. There's deals out there. You can find the right There's trainer. for sure deals. Yeah. Yours is expensive because she comes to you. Look, I literally roll <laughs> yeah. out of bed, yeah, exactly. brush my teeth, yeah. and I look what a dream. I, I look like hell every morning, but I put a t-shirt on and yeah. I and stretch your pants and go. I mean, that's the ideal. If you can just not even think twice about it but and you walk downstairs. I do pay for that. Yeah, exactly. Tori's not cheap. No, no, no. So, she's not. She's but worth she's it. worth it. Yeah. She's worth every penny yeah. I pay her, she is worth it. And it's accountability. Yeah. Like that's what I realized. He he so now that I don't train with him per se in person, I hit him up and I was like, yo, I need workouts still like i'm not gonna do this on my own so i pay him to send me workouts we have an app which is really cool um and he mocks up these workouts for me i but it's up to me to go to the gym Mm -hmm. and do it that's the hard part yeah because nobody's standing over you saying come on nadia let's go you've got but we got 10 minutes left let's do this i know exactly no but he'll message me on my stories and i'll be like back to back like i'll be brunching i'll be doing all kinds of things and he's like not working out not working out not working out you're not working out so that, like, that's his way of keeping you accountable yeah, it is yeah it is and i'm like leave me alone <laughs> no i tori sometimes comments on my food oh yeah, yeah she'll yeah. make little snickery comments uh-huh. a little emoji I don't face. give a damn 
She knows. I'll you, work it off. Yeah, you deserve but it. But she also, like, she encourages me, especially when I travel. She's like, please eat. Please try the food you want to try. Yeah, yeah. We will work it off later. Like, I, I can't that's what I love about her. not eating when yeah. I work out. I mean, uh, travel. Right. Like, no, I know. Eat. That's the. That's why we travel. Yeah. <laughs> to eat. To eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys remember Manchester? We <laughs> ate the whole time. <laughs> we eat the world. <laughs> yeah. We should have a new show called Eating the World. <laughs> you know what? You and Omar yeah, I know. should have a show I know. called Eating the World. That, that's. Wait. No. Well, we have. Well, we want to create. Or Kissing Cousins. <laughs> No, I'm putting it out there right now. Okay. We want to create a show called We Everywhere Baby. Okay. Because that's our tagline. Because mm-hmm. literally, that we we say yes to everything. Right. If somebody invites us to something, we're like, sure, why not? Like, we'll try anything. We'll <laughs> try guys, any food. down for the get We down. are down for it all, baby. And so I think it would be great <laughs> if, like, he's on his own podcast with Nigel called the Gumbo Pop Podcast. Right. Uh, but they they don't record as often, and mm-hmm. I know he's itching to do something. Oh, see, you guys need your own. Show, yeah, we like. need we need to just do it. So, um, yeah, projection, new projection. Yeah, we also still need to sign up for a class. Oh yes, yeah. remember their secret improv dreams. Class. Yeah, I know. I, I was researching it this week, and they're expensive. Uh, I found one. Yep. I know. <laughs> I'm like, mm, this is just like a little hobby thing, you know? Like, I don't- <laughs> You know what? Three hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my world. I know. Oh my god, <laughs> it's worth it though. Yeah. But um, I found an intro class at Groundlings, and I'm gonna sign us up for that. I already told him like okay. we need to just sign up for. You this. You know what? You're you're paying when I pay for expensive things. Mm-hmm. I always think, you know what? I'm paying for the experience. Yeah. And the experience is priceless. Priceless, right? Yeah. That's yeah. I always tell myself yeah. that. Even like our trips and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. We're doing this. Yeah. The Janet Jackson thing. I'm like, if we're going to go see Janet. We're going to go right. see Janet. And right. we're going to have the best seats. We're Definitely. going to pay for the experience. Because I agree. that is what life is about. If you're able to. If you're able to. 100%. Yes. I agree. And I would much rather spend my money on traveling and doing things uh-huh. and experiencing things. I totally agree. Than actual things. Yes. Absolutely. It's so much more worth I've it. I've noticed that the older I get. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I would rather yeah. like. Let's go to this a museum yeah. over like going yeah. to this or you know what I, I mean. It's just the experiences are way more priceless. Yeah, I agree, mm-hmm. and I think so. <laughs> I think everyone on social media agrees because everybody travels now. Oh yeah, is everyone in Italy? Is that weird? Like, well, did you sum- see that? It's summertime. Yeah, I feel like everyone on my feed is in Italy. It, it's holiday. It's vacation. It's crazy. Italy or Greece because Greece is a new uh, hot spot for summer. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. There's yeah. a lot of people in Italy, but anyways, yeah. So how was your week? My week was great. My mm-hmm. week was busy, but I did have um, an interesting hang up. Mm-hmm. Um, my lip blew up. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, and a lot of you don't know, I have, I'm very sensitive to everything. Everything. Something can touch my skin mm-hmm. and I immediately break out into hives. Um, I don't know why I've always been this person. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what happened this week, Mm -hmm. but I woke up (laughs) and my top lip was huge (laughs) and it's still recovering right now. But, um, later that day I looked down Mm -hmm. and I had spider bites on my legs. (gasps) You had more bites? Yeah. Oh, so I'm, I'm assuming that a spider bit my lip. Oh no. And it just, I had an allergic reaction to the bug bite and it might. Yeah. Cause what else? I mean, or maybe a mosquito. I don't know. Something bit you. Something bit yeah. me. So. Ugh. That something was in your bed. I know. <laughs> I know. So I shook the cover. Obviously, I washed yeah. things. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. 
Um, but that put me out for about three days. So I had to, you know, move yeah. my schedule around yeah. and do. Yeah, because you had on camera interviews. I had auditions, yeah. Yeah. which I'm really lucky because they let me put my auditions on tape. Oh, cool. So we shot kind of far away. And oh, okay. You couldn't see my Yeah, work. and also, <laughs> this has happened to her before. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this time, it was not as bad because you caught it early. The last time, which was this like three years no, no, ago, no. four so years it ago? It was in 2016. Okay. So I woke up at 6 a.m. because I was feeling crazy and I thought I was still drunk because it was Miguel throws. Um, it's called Wild Heart Motel. Yeah, it was so dope. It was so dope. And I so I thought I was still faded mm-hmm. and I woke up I'm like, I feel crazy. <laughs> I look in the mirror. I thought I, I literally thought I was seeing things. I looked like. A Whoville, okay? Like, no, that character from that show, remember I sent you, she has the one eye. Yes. What is the name of that show? It's a futuristic, I know. Futurama. It, Futurama. What's her name? The purple hair. She yes. looked like Leela. her. What is... <laughs> Sorry, I gave you some feedback. What's, Le- her, what's her name? Leela. Leela. Okay. okay, her name is Leela. You look like Leela from Futurama. No, li- literally, I freaked out. <laughs> Obviously, what the hell? Yeah. This has never happened to me before. I woke Miguel up like I was panicking. <laughs> he looked at me like he saw a ghost. Yeah. Like, and then he started panicking because he he didn't know what was wrong with right. me. He he grabbed my purse and was like, get in the car. Right. He drove me to the emergency. And I guess I had an allergic reaction. We don't know from what. Yeah, it was crazy huge. Uh, she took a picture. We didn't know. <laughs> me and her brother Ash were sleeping downstairs in the extra bedroom. And I think I woke up at like 7 or it was early 6 or something like that. And I looked over at my phone and I saw you text me. And I'm like, yeah. that's weird. <laughs> so I open it and it's just a picture of your lip. And I'm this is the first thing I'm looking at. And it's like ginormous. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. And I wake up Ash and I'm like, you gotta look at this. And he's like wiping the sleep out of his <laughs> eye. And he looks at it and his eyes were like, <laughs> he was like what and i'm like yeah this is nas right now like yeah. what the hell yeah and then they that drove to the emergency room and sat with me there yeah and then he had the wild heart was a two-day event right so we still had day two of the event and, and you i didn't want to miss it gonna miss the party so this beyond <laughs> i was like no you just gotta put a scarf on so we found this really cool like skull i looked really <laughs> iranian but edgy <laughs> All I showed were my eyes. All I know is that you pulled it off. I don't know how people could pull it off, but you pulled it off. There you and go. People thought it was on purpose. No one knew you had a gargantuan no, lip. No, my there. lip was so crazy at that event, and nobody knew. Yeah, we gotta put. We should post the picture. I will. I'm, I'm gonna post it. Yeah, look at the LLU page. No, guy. you want to know something crazy? What? So, I'm you know I'm scrolling through Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'm you know I love Chrissy Teigen, and so mm-hmm. I'm looking at her stories. Yep. And all of a sudden, she has a huge bottom lip. Yep. And I was like, oh, my God. So I DM'd her. Oh, t- yes. <laughs> and I go, Chrissy, look. Yeah. And I sent her my pictures. <laughs> and she DMs me. and was like, no way. Kill us now. <laughs> like, Must be from that wild swingers party you guys went to. <laughs> Apparently. I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's like, what happened to you? <laughs> I told her and she was like, dude, I, you know, she was telling me what happened. Yeah. It was crazy. Did she know why she had hers? She, I guess it was a climate thing. She oh. had a reaction. Was she traveling? Yeah. She was in, I think, Ohio. Oh. I think. That's so weird. It was so, she, so it was a reaction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I found, if you took my top lip and her bottom lip. I'm trying to see if it's lip, still there. Yeah. 
we would match. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Oh, I can't, man. Yeah, so that was my blow of the week. Uh-huh. It was very blowy. Um, but my high of the week... Actually, it was really interesting because I had a lot of time to, to think. Okay. All right. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Is that I, good or bad? No, no, no. It was really good. I really came to, not a conclusion because I knew this, but now I really know this. Okay. Like my purpose in life, the one thing that really like lights a fire in okay. me is acting ah. like there is nothing else that lights this certain the fire. same way yeah. nothing wow nothing and yeah. I, I think this week just sitting with myself and i still coached mm-hmm. so i skype coach mm-hmm. when i don't leave the house mm-hmm. which i prefer because <laughs> i don't like to leave my house we know um, this yeah her virgo tendencies yes um so really all i could do all week was like coach mm-hmm. you know and work out and i was like Man, this really is my purpose. That's amazing. This is it. Yeah, that's great. I want to do this until the day I die because nothing else lights me up the way that that acting does. And you kind of don't know it until you're really in it because, like, you dabbled, but you – but. Growing up, I feel like music was always instilled in you and pushed on you more than anything. Always. And I still – trust me. I love music. And you know what made me even realize more that acting was, like, this Mm. is what I meant to Mm do? putting out music mm, really why yeah because i'm like i i love it mm-hmm. and this was a, a test for me mm-hmm. you know to, to break those fears and break those barriers mm-hmm. um but it just solidified it more mm-hmm. like a, like acting is here and mm. i love music and i'm gonna keep doing it sporadically right but like my everything your passion and I want to do acting. it till the day I die. Yeah, acting. that's amazing. That's yeah. a huge revelation. It was. I, you know, sometimes things happen. God yeah. makes you sit down. Yeah. And just take a break. And I maybe I needed that. Maybe yeah. my my lip needed to to look crazy, and I needed to be locked yeah. up to really sit with myself. I it sounds like it. I think so. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that was that's a good revelation. That's a good yeah. week. So we have a great show coming up. I'm so excited. Um, they sent us said person and I looked her up Mm -hmm. and I was like yes yes and yes she is everything I love absolutely yeah coming up next we will be chatting with journalist entrepreneur and beauty maven Bianca de la Garza So, you know, I love to online shop. We have a trip coming up. Mm-hmm. We're going to New Orleans, which is super exciting. It's hot out there. So I'm looking for something a little short, <laughs> a little light. And luckily, naked. yeah, of course, <laughs> luckily, I have Honey, the free browser extension that saves you time and money when online shopping. Honey scans the Internet for coupon codes and other discounts. Then like magic, it automatically applies the one with the biggest savings to your cart at checkout. It knows about every coupon code, sale or discount at over 20,000 sites like Amazon, Macy's, J. Crew, Domino, Sephora, the list goes on and on and on. Honey has found its 10 million users over a billion dollars in savings. So long story short, when I bought my dress, they saved me a bunch of money. Nice. So really, there's no reason for you guys not to use Honey. It's free to use and installs on your computer in just two clicks. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash ladies. That's joinhoney.com slash ladies. Our guest is an Emmy-nominated journalist, a highly respected producer, host, and founder of Bianca De La Garza Beauty, 
the stunning Bianca De La Garza. Wow, thank you for that intro. Growing and stunning. Yeah. Yes, and, and, and we're not on camera, so I can say, yeah, today I'm really, oh, you know, stop. feeling it. No, okay. please. I bet she woke up like this. <laughs> she did. She did. Yeah. Let me just tell you, I Googled you, I YouTubed you, oh, I went man. on a Bianca De La Garza fest yesterday. Oh, good, <laughs> good. I love it. And oh. I was like fan, totally fangirling out, because your career has been so amazing, and the fact that you've gone from... You were a news anchor first. Mm-hmm. Then you switched over to having your own show. Yes. I don't know the, if this order is correct, but I just know That's that this right. is what's happened. No, <laughs> so, so far, you're two, right. Two decades. Yes. Yeah. Right? Over two decades. Over two decades. That's well, incredible. Thank well, you. So yeah. you. So then you had your own show. Right. And now you're in the beauty industry. Yes. And I'm like, this I know. is everything that I love. Oh, like, it's your amazing. dream career status over here. Right. <laughs> Well, you know, I think that it's it's fun to kind of keep evolving. And mm-hmm. I think every woman or, you know, young girl should look at it and say, like, you don't have to be pigeonholed and status quo. Right. And if you get bored of doing something, like, start something new. Pivot. We have a do new it chapter. All. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved being a journalist. I mean, trust me, I spent 20 years straight out of college reporting on some of the biggest stories mm-hmm. that are – our our world and our country had seen. Right. I mean, from nine eleven to right. you know beautiful moments like the royal wedding in England. Right. And so for me to kind of see the human spirit in every form, mm-hmm. it was a tremendous experience just as just as a person. So mm-hmm. my growth as being a journalist allowed me to travel the world and also meet amazing people. Right. Um, amazing. But the news really did start to change, and it, and it took mm-hmm. a turn for what I was seeing was just wouldn't be more divisive, and I didn't want to be part of something that would be negative. Mm-hmm. Right. And the only way for me out is, and I also didn't want to work on someone else's time frame. Mm-hmm. So I left corporate America and I said, bye-bye. And that's mm-hmm. when I, I started being an entrepreneur, which, you know, I never looked back. Right. right. Of course, no, once you set your own schedule, yeah. Yeah. you cannot, nobody else can set no. your schedule. Yeah, you get spoiled. It's, you you do. do get spoiled, yeah. I yeah, can't absolutely. work for anyone ever again. No, no, I haven't worked for anyone like in years. Me neither. You never yeah. will either. I mean, yeah, my I alarm not. clock used to go off at three in the morning, and I oh. used some days. I one time got a phone call, and it <laughs> was like, "Hi, um, they captured Osama bin Laden. You need to come here right now." <sighs> and I was like, "I'm not going to be home for four days." Right. You know, and I had a small child at the time, so you just have to like pivot, and you have to like call nannies and text oh nannies. Like, I'm not yeah. coming home for for whenever um so the flexibility now is to have my own company and have right. a production company and have a beauty line and produce content that i'm passionate about mm-hmm. and know that you know I, some days it's going to be more of a hustle you know you're going to work harder than you ever had to mm-hmm. but the reward is so much greater totally yes. Absolutely. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, 10 we, times we talk about that all the time that yeah. you know because we went off and did our own thing and left corporate world um and that that is the thing. There are pros and cons. Like it's not always, but the con. I mean, the pros, the cons. Yeah, <laughs> the that pros. Way. The cons so are there. Yeah. yeah, the cons They're are always there. there. They're I think there's there. a lot of discouragement when you go. There's a lot of people who try to scare you of like. Well, and then I started a late night show, which was really hard because I had to raise all the funding and do all the distribution. Mm. And we went from three million homes into twenty million homes in like three months. That's but crazy. But you know, there were a lot of people that were like, "You'll never do this." Like, I don't understand. You must be crazy. We're really worried about you. And I was like. You know, you have to really have that passion and that tunnel vision to like, yeah. not listen to these people because yeah. you'll never yeah. do it if you if you allow these people to mm-hmm. kind of direct your life. Right. And I think, you know, what I'm trying to talk about today and, and what we all, I think, the, the mission of your podcast, which is amazing, is like you do have the right to control your life and, and, mm-hmm. and course make the course yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. You know, and it also takes a certain amount of crazy to go after your dreams. It <laughs> yeah, does. It you does. have to be a little off your rocker. Yeah. You just do. Yeah. You have to have that drive. You have to have that 
that focus to wake up every day mm-hmm. and do things for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And regardless think, of what anybody says. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's, it maybe isn't for everybody. And, it's you not. know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a judgment. If you want to stay and play it safe, it's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, but I would, I would really suggest people, like, to go into that, you know, uncertainty. and Because so many doors could open that you could have never expected. Totally. Right. I just got back from Asia, and I was just starring in an action movie as a villain. Like, oh, cool. If you had told me a year ago yeah. I would be doing that, I would have said no. But the more you say yeah. yes, yes to things, mm-hmm. right. like, your life can just get so much more rich and yes. interesting and don't and question diverse. it yeah that's the thing you can't question it yeah. you just got to keep going yeah. that's yeah. what i've learned it sounds like yeah. that you guys do yeah. that too yeah so i say yes to a lot <laughs> i'm like sure yes okay <laughs> why not <laughs> let's do it what's the worst that can happen exactly that's what i was telling her about this podcast was right. like you know you you were like want to do this podcast and i was like sure <laughs> yeah I, have, I mean what do we got to lose yeah i had no um I honestly, we were supposed to look at our analytics. I haven't even looked at them because, I, you know, now it's just not about that for me. Mm-hmm. You know, in the beginning, I was kind of like, I want to see how we're going to do and blah, blah, blah. And I was I was intrigued by it. And I, wa- I wanted to be successful, of, of course. Of course, yes. But it's not my drive. It's not my focus. It's getting the content out there, talking to people like you, talking to a wide variety of people and getting people's story out mm-hmm. and letting people know that we're – united in a way that we all deal with similar issues and that part is like so rewarding it's the most fulfilling part actually when we get like feedback from Mm -hmm. people yeah it's absolutely you know you're doing it and yeah the mission and the message is being received yeah your ratings you can't live and die by ratings and then they were like nielsen ratings the next day Mm -hmm. you knew you had a kick-ass show and it was like Eh, it just wasn't great. Or, you know, I was fortunate. We ha- did have a very dominant show. And then for my late night show, we were dominant. But you you definitely can't live and die by it because mm-hmm. it would just – it would drive you insane. Yeah. And there's no way to control it. So And it takes the joy out of what you're doing. You know what I mean? Well, if it's, you're, uh, it's uh, unnecessary added pressure. Right. It really yeah, is. Because you're just focusing on something that, like, if you're out there still doing it, people are listening. You have an audience. Somebody's listening. Yeah. Okay, so we're not number one. So what? Right. And some days you're up, some days you're down. Yeah. And it's like, it's everything kind of goes in. That's the ebb know. and flow of life. Yeah. With everything. Relationships. Yeah. You work. have such a great glow right now. Really? <laughs> yeah, you look great. Thanks. I know. You do look great. <laughs> Just thought I I'd haven't let you know. done anything, guys. I've She's been running around town. <laughs> really? And your hair looks that perfect? Yeah. Um, what? I haven't done it. I'm telling you guys, I haven't done anything. I feel, she woke up like this. I, she did. So she I, legit woke up like I feel like so that. out of whack right now. I'm no, trying I can to tell. Keep I, can feel, I can feel you. Yeah. yeah. You just have a lot going on. And we yeah, went, we went straight into this podcast. Oh, I, feel, I feel better about myself because okay. I was pretty tired coming here today. I have a little jet lag. So yeah. I was like, I had a cup of coffee and I'm like, pull it together. You have right. major jet lag because so. you came from Asia. I came from Asia. Oh, so we were, uh, you know, basically if it was four in the afternoon, it was 4 a.m. in New York. Yeah. So just totally opposite. But uh, mm-hmm. it was a great experience for me. I'm working with this incredible director, Alice Wang, who's sort of the Michael Bay of directors in Asia. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, so that's it's, dope. it's a movie called Mulan Angels 2. Uh-huh. And I've worked with some of the actresses for another show I was producing, and they asked me to come on and be in the movie. So I was fight training. That's I so had to learn fun. martial arts. Incredible. Yeah, it was a great experience. And I, I am really excited to see where it goes. We'll be um, at the Toronto Film Festival uh, in, in the fall. And I think that it's an interesting uh, time where women in – in power where their directors and their movie makers and storytellers mm-hmm. are getting so much recognition or if they're not the press is really writing about it right which is nice so right. it's like if there's not a balance at least that uh, people are noticing 
Um, but it, it's a fun, like, it's a fun girls movie. Mm-hmm. And even though we're, like, kicking each other's asses, we love each other off screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get to play a villain, which is just that psycho is, yes. off the wall. No, that's, that's fun. That's, that's cool. got to be fun. <laughs> and, like, something totally different from what you've right. done in your life. I, I liked it so much. I was like, this is scary. <laughs> I have, like, henchmen behind me. I'm, like, shooting rifles in a fur coat what? and a bikini. That's amazing. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, but I could kind of get down with this, you know? So It right. tapped into a different part of you. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so is this something that you want want to keep doing career-wise? Yes. And in fact, we um, we filmed a show in Asia about be, – it's called Being Beautiful. Okay. And it was also – actually, we went to seven countries in mm-hmm. uh, at, over a few months. And we went to Europe. We went to my um, my hometown in Mexico. When I say my hometown, my family's hometown. Mm-hmm. I was born here. But Where in Mexico? Dad, Monterrey. Oh, okay. So it's northern Mexico. Mm-hmm. but So everyone's like blonde hair, blue eyes. Got it, yeah. And they're like, you're Mexican? Y- yep. I'm like, if you go to Monterrey, <laughs> yes. we all tell like ourselves, this yep. is us. Yep. Um, and I got to bring my daughter back for that. But along this course where we were filming all this content, I it was introduced to these amazing uh, female uh, stars in Asia, these mm. actresses. And so we really bonded. We were in Tokyo and in Seoul and in Hong Kong. So they invited me to come on the cast. And now um, I'm going to be working, producing some content. So we'll be working on some other movies and hopefully getting some IP uh, from Mulan Angels, yeah. like a, a franchise that we can do a, a English version of oh, this. Oh, perfect. Because That's I really support what they're goals. doing. And I want to bring that bring that you know the the beauty of the asian culture here mm-hmm. um to a new audience right. yeah the asians have been slowly getting a little more play yes, in hollywood they have. Yeah. yeah yeah crazy After, rich asians that blew up yeah and the other show um what is fresh, it is it off the book fresh off yes it's yeah, so good yeah. it's very good i love yes. that show yes. and yes. even yes. like netflix doing the like the asian food shows like right. i do feel like the culture is sort of permeating our right. our you know um zeitgeist right now so Finally. it's really yeah exactly and i think that you know it's it's a it's a wonderful time because you know we read things in the news about like China and U.S. and this and they're, they're mm-hmm. on political sides. Maybe things are, yeah. but when you meet the people who are living there, you just mm-hmm. have this amazing. You know, they have a great work ethic. Mm-hmm. Right. They're a lot like us. What we talked about, like people are at the end of the day, we're all seeking the same thing and fulfillment and happiness and yeah. you know acceptance. Mm-hmm. So I think that it, it's a cool time. And while I'm not saying like, oh, I'm just going to be an actress 24 um, seven. You know, I want to continue to produce. I want to continue to make great content for an international audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did really enjoy sort of. I've done a lot of live theater, and I did enjoy oh. them. And I did a lot of – I've done, obviously, television, so movies for me is sort of It was of a natural, like, transition. <laughs> exactly. You like, know, nowadays it's all about branding and mm-hmm. your entire brand, so it's you're doing the right thing. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's I appreciate all about the everything you bring to the table. Yeah, so right. what have you – <laughs> Let's see. What the hell? I know. You're I a mom, know. which a is mom. amazing. <laughs> yes. Let's just talk about that. She's the real deal, folks. Bianca's I, done it all. I have. I've been around a lot longer than I, it seems. It, it's amazing because it goes by in a blink, right? Yeah, yeah I, know. I have this precious daughter, Danica, and she's mm-hmm. 13. And it's really important for me that as a working mom, she knows, like, why I'm doing it mm-hmm. and to see the importance of – you know, having a, a strong opinion about things. And, right. you know, she's coming into this age where it's really sweet. She, you know, wants to, speaking of, you know, the world, she wants to save the world and give back and do mm-hmm. a lot of community service. Yeah. So I see this genuine, beautiful soul. Right. And I want to just protect her and foster her because I know what happens in the world as you get older right. and you see the ugliness. So I, I would like to have hope that that's changing. And I would like to have hope that mm-hmm. these kids today are going to have like, at least more empathy and compassion. So everything I do, right. no matter what I do, I try to drive home like a love and compassion mm-hmm. viewpoint right. in it. 
That's beautiful. Yeah. So it's hard, right? It's yeah. hard not to be yeah. cynical and it's hard not to feel like crushed, but you mm-hmm. can never, you can't be the victim. You have to continue to go back and say like, yeah. you know, where, where your, where your strength is, is really yeah. not allowing things that even set you back to define you. Right. A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. You right. know, and at the end of the day, it starts with us, right? And what we teach our children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then you know what? She probably goes to school and she tells her friends and it yeah. spreads and spreads. I think she's totally, so, yeah. She's a little, I think the, the villain thing kind of freaked her out because I sent her a picture of me in my like pleather leather like, <laughs> outfit like, and the villain. She's like, ha, 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 all caps. I'm like, why is that so funny? She's like, because you're my mom. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, she like, does she, not no. see you like that. No, she cannot she's, take you serious no. in that leather. I wouldn't be, could you imagine our mom? No. Like, really, mom? Take that shit off. You look ridiculous. I know she thinks that, but like we have a good time together. I think that she knows, uh, she knows at the end of the day, it's like, I want to show her that like there aren't limitations and Mm -hmm. it's, it's hard because society really does put you so much pressure on these kids to like, man. Social know what media. you want to do when you're yeah. 14. Yeah. It's like, who knows? Yeah, no, I know. I mean, and we to look a too. certain way. And yeah. I can't imagine being your daughter's age right now with social media yeah. and YouTube. and like, It keeps getting worse, honestly. It's incredibly it's, hard yeah. for them. Yeah, because like <sighs> what we look like at 13 oh, is not what these kids look like we at didn't 13. Wear makeup like no. they do now. This it's is scary. crazy. I think I still have a mustache. <laughs> no, it's not Dude, I think we Braces. started. <laughs> It's, yeah. yeah, like for real. It's really bad hair. Really, yeah. Bad yeah. Hair. We didn't know what but to do. But it wasn't our focus either. No, like it wasn't my focus. I mean, yeah, I wanted to be cute and boys and all yeah, this but stuff. Cute to us was like glitter and chapstick. Right, right. That was. Right. It. It's just so much pressure. And then it's like, then you have girls that are looking older mm-hmm. at a younger age, and what does that create? And you getting, know, yeah, attention, attention from the, older not men. Serve them mm-hmm. exactly, and then yeah. they don't know how to handle it. It's just such a horrible no. trickle effect. No. It's no, it's, and I think everyone wants to solve the problem. Everyone's like, they see the bad thing about social media, right? They see the, like the demise of our culture if you right. like certain things, and it's like, but how do we stop this runaway train that we've already created? Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we'll ever get rid of it. I think it's right. you know here to stay, and you know I think my goal, like my daughter wanted Snapchat extremely bad i said no 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 but mm-hmm. you know that's how these kids communicate so mm-hmm. if you don't let them they're sort of not cool in their in their group so how do you do what do you do like i you read monitor, her i monitor uh, all yeah. her messages I would do like that religiously too. yeah and yeah. i i call her out for stuff yeah uh, okay. you Good. know and she knows she can lose her phone privileges and yeah. this and it's like really being the parent not the friend i know yeah right. that's the hard part and it's probably especially for you because you're a single mom so yeah. it's like that bond that you have that friendship bond you, you want to keep it line. but yeah and yeah. it's hard because she's so smart though these kids are so smart mm-hmm. like she will play me like and i'm like did y'all just get played i'm like my 13 year old she does she knows exactly where I'm like. yeah I'm just like oh so do you have the passwords now. to everything oh, i have the passwords to everything okay. yeah yeah and no, she knows and she knows yeah. like i've definitely and I, I watch her comments on instagram and i watch who's following her and it's just like because oh, i think that's boy, the key yeah. there too is that you are open with her telling her hey i'm looking at your shit yeah. like yeah you know, because the snooping around and the well, like sneaking, it backfires. They're going to snoop or they're exactly. going to hide things. Or it's... they get upset and they're like, you don't trust me. And it becomes this other thing. And... Oh, I love that you don't trust me. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm, I was your age. Yeah, exactly. I do know what's going on. I am absolutely, no, I don't trust you exactly. ever. <laughs> I sneak out. Yeah, exactly. We're going to sneak out. The parties I threw yeah. and this and that. And now they're more advanced. Us, we, yeah. like, come on. I, I think you just have to really just instill those morals Put that in their head early. I would on. like to lock her up. I mean, I really would. I would like to never <laughs> let her, her leave the house. 
If I could, I'd be like, yeah, because she's so cute. She's got this yeah, teeny sure. little body. Yeah, she is cute. Gosh, I saw her. She's, she's so, so cute. cute. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, I would like to just keep her never to, just after yeah. school, just come yeah. home and never leave. That's the ideal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But it's, it's, a but, fun, it's a fun time. We're definitely having a good time. I, I love being a mom. It's probably, it's, you know, probably one of the greatest joys in my life. And my mom's no longer with us. Oh, you know? Yeah. And it's hard because, yeah. you know, it's that, it's that one thing, you know, when you're having a bad day, you know, your mom's always yeah. there. Yeah. So, you know, I just want to be that, that rock for her. Right. And, and it's great that I can be. It's great mm-hmm. that when she needs me, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. I'm not working all the time. So mm-hmm. I work, but I work very smart. Mm. I work, you know, I, I own my, I run my life. Mm-hmm. I think women today need to make sure they can outsource and not feel guilty. Make time for yourself. Like go to the gym, mm-hmm. you know, make, make, you know, if don't have to cook every night, like get takeout and yeah. don't feel like you're not a great mom because yeah. you're giving your kid, like there's healthy ways to do it. So I just think there's just so many demands on a working mom and, and women have to sometimes make more decisions mm-hmm. than men. And, and, mm-hmm. and shortchange themselves because yeah. they give to everybody else. Totally. Being so I'm selfless. Like, yeah. Fill mm-hmm. yourself yeah. up first so you can actually give. That's yeah. so important. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, so you'll important. run yourself ragged. Yeah. Well, if you're empty, how can you give anything to anyone yeah. else? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Were you afraid when you left journalism and like that world to start your own thing? How was that? Oddly, I wasn't. You were ready, huh? I was. Yeah. I was in a position where I had been working for almost 20 years. We had um, a number one morning show, and I had really just reported every story. Like, if you had asked me, I was like, no, I reported on that, this, that. So I was really ready to walk away. Um, And, uh, again, I loved it, but it just – I couldn't continue on. It started to be like Groundhog Day. When you can do something in your sleep, you're like, there's no growth here. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm glad I didn't know when I left what I was walking into because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like – it would have been like, oh, here we go. But uh, it was a great experience. And, you know, for nine months, we were in New York creating the late night show. And I wanted really to break the image of that news anchor. So mm-hmm. the late night gave me an opportunity to mm-hmm. kind of do something very original, more entertainment, um, and and be my own boss. And, you know, being in New York and then having it syndicated nationally to 20 million homes where we were on – the only slot I could get when I first brokered this was Saturday night mm-hmm. at 1130. Yeah. Because everyone's <laughs> like, who – it's crazy night. enough to go up against Saturday Night Live. Right. I'm like, I'll take it. Like, <laughs> what the heck was I thinking? Like, if I thought about it now, yeah. but I was so – I thought that we're so different than SNL. Like, it's it's counter-programming. So it worked. Right. We mm-hmm. beat SNL a few times. I was really impressed. And I was That's like, amazing. Whoa. That's was a like, huge well, feat. SNL was yeah. different then, I will say. It wasn't yeah. the cast it was now. It was mm. a few years ago. Sometimes, you know, it goes through ebbs and flows. It I is. love that show. Yeah. Trust me. I think it's an iconic Wait, piece when of, was it? When did you do your show? 2015. Oh, okay, okay. So the cast, it was kind of that time where, like, you couldn't name one cast member. Right. So it wasn't like, I you know, what it is now. It. Yeah. But now there's, like, you know, obviously amazing talent. So it just, you know, it was a great moment. And, you know, I wasn't nervous. I, I wanted to do it and I always like being challenged because for me it makes my brain sharper and I mm-hmm. want to grow and I want to do things I'm not used to doing mm-hmm. so uh, it was a natural progression I think for me but then after doing it for two seasons I also was like I saw how vapid it was like I don't mm-hmm. want to sit now and just interview celebrities mm-hmm. like I didn't want to just tell you about car crashes and pedophiles when right. I was a news anchor but I also now just don't want to talk about like right. what you're feeding me it got old. so it, yeah. yeah it was mm-hmm. kind of like okay but now I did that check 
that box and mm-hmm. move on. Right. Um, so then it seemed like that was a good transition from being so serious, and then you got to have some fun. Exactly. Right? And, and I like could lighten up, flex some of my comedic chops, right. and show people the different side. Right. And you never want to be that one-dimensional person. Like I think everyone Absolutely. wants to have range. Like whether you're known for some music and art, and mm-hmm. you know, everyone wants to have a, a, a you know an assortment of talent. Totally. So it was really fun, and I I, I loved doing it, but I just didn't foresee us doing. And at the time, I was the only woman in late night because it was before Samantha B. So mm-hmm. it was a male-dominated field, it, it, and that didn't deter me. It just was kind of like, well, you know, do I want to continue down? And I just didn't love it enough to continue mm-hmm. on because I was so, you know, as a journalist, I'm so passionate about the world. Yeah. So I'm like, I know I don't want to just do the studio. I'm like suffocated. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I was suffocated at the desk. So I'm like, I want to go on the world. And that's where I started really looking at international formats and traveling around the globe and mm-hmm. meeting more people about becoming a member of the International Academy of um, Arts and Sciences and really looking at like what content are people watching around the globe and is mm-hmm. there a unifying story that we can tell or what, mm-hmm. what do I know that I could kind of produce from my viewpoint, right. my POV, mm-hmm. that might be interesting not just here but mm-hmm. in, in other countries. And so that's when you went to the Vatican, right? You went uh, to the Vatican and spoke on a panel? Yes, yes. It was it was this crazy, you know, time. I was, you know, so busy. I was traveling everywhere. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, doing all these different things. I was in Romania for one shoot. I was in um, France for another TV thing and then uh, a friend of mine who was doing something at the Vatican called and said, I'd love for you to speak on a panel at the Vatican. I was like, well, I'm going to get myself to Rome. (laughs) (laughs) How do you say no to that? You You don't. No, 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 you don't. And it was about truth in the internet. And they really wanted people who were former journalists. Uh So I said, I'm so honored. Um, And it wasn't really a secular thing. So you didn't have to be Catholic. Like Mm -hmm, there were rabbis there. It was, it was really just a consortium of of, uh, think tank, a brain, you know, people who are really um, extremely well-versed, very, you know, different broad range you know some people came from the medical background some Mm -hmm. people came from the you know service background and you know helping with you know build villages in Africa so I was very honored to be there to represent some part of my life of journalism and truth in the internet and Mm -hmm. basically I told the truth like yeah everyone today is pretending to be a journalist and you have to beware where you're getting your news because it's just not the journalism field I got into 20 years Mm -hmm. ago when I was reporting at the U.S. border and like you know cracking down on real stories like now it's like anyone with a microphone and a camera can be a journalist we say this all the time that's the social media everyone is is a makeup artist everyone's a journalist everyone's Everyone's a a photographer everyone's a star yeah (laughs) yeah it's every and uh, so that's the only sorry to interrupt you that's the only downfall i think of when people when you say just pursue your dreams follow your dreams you can do it like that's the bad part is that there's a lot of people who are not qualified or not perfecting their craft just doing it and saying oh i'm doing it i'm following my dream but but you're not doing the homework. You're not, you know, putting in the work. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not fair to the people that are truly qualified to do these things. And you're sitting here claiming that that's what you do. It's that should drive me crazy. Well, that means that they're not going to have the longevity no. that other people who do perfect of their course. craft will have. Yeah. Everyone, of course. All of the bullshit is going to yeah. fall through the cracks. It'll get weeded out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like the cream, cream rises to the top. Yeah, always. Or yes. you see people make some calls like, did this person do this? Or how yeah. did they behave? Were right. they, you know, and your reputation has to back up what you're claiming or sooner or later it's going to catch up with you. And yeah, we live in L.A. Are you kidding me? How many uh, opportunistic <laughs> fakers there are here? Come on. Oh, you really have to have like your discernment uh, about it. So, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing. It, and I think that that's like – People who are consuming and, and reading, you know, publications, you know, there's just a lot of lot of choice out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the Vatican was special. And I think that, you know, being able to do something like that just kind of 
it gives me a greater perspective and a greater network of people I can reach out to now. Mm-hmm. And I was just in Rome for the Being Beautiful show we were taping, and I reconnected with some people and said, hey, what, what are you working on now? And, mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's just important to kind of get the pulse of not just what's happening in the States, because I have a global view of everything. And maybe that's because I'm Latina. Maybe that's because my family is not, you know, originally from here, that I see it as, you know, my responsibility as a human to kind of understand what's happening, not just here in my backyard, but the implications of other people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was a flight attendant. So when I was mm-hmm. a little girl, you have to understand, she would go to another country right. and come home and cook me dinner. Yeah. So Aww. I never thought like it was a weird thing to yeah. go travel and, and yeah. do things. So I, I still continue to like, I, that's my curiosity and that's my mm-hmm. love of travel and my sort of my nomadic lifestyle. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I think that's where I get it. And being able to say like, I got five suitcases, we're on the road for you know a month and then we'll see what happens. Yeah. So, so that feeds your soul. You like doing that. Yeah, I like doing it. Yeah. It's not for everybody. No, Some people no. like to be rooted in one place and, right. not, and not leave. It's interesting. When I don't know. I, I don't relate to that either. I'm like you. I'm like, take me everywhere. Yeah. I want to see everything. Me. I mean, yeah. I like yeah. to, bre- you know, once in a while it's nice to reset and like be in your own bed for a week. <laughs> like I do sometimes wake up <laughs> and go, where am I and what what city and yeah. where if it's yeah. a hotel. It's a little strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it I think can get daunting, yeah. I can do it now and, and do it while while I have these opportunities. So, so saying yes, right? goes yeah. back to saying yes right. to opportunities. Yes. No so regrets, important. right? Mm-hmm. No, because yeah. there's always something to learn. And like you said, every time you say yes, it's like you meet new people. You meet you, you just don't know what comes from that. Right. Like mm-hmm. even if it's I think the only times you say no is when it just doesn't speak to your integrity or just well, or it downgrades your brand. Right. Or it's right. You just don't, you know, believe it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. There are no times to, to say no. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, those are the things I say no to. Yeah. Yeah. Get some interesting things. It's good to differentiate no when. Right. So, especially as of late, I've had a really hard time sleeping. My scoliosis has been killing me. Oh. I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. My neck hurts. Mm-hmm. I'm tossing and turning. At this point, I feel helpless. I don't know what to do. I'm just so exhausted. That's so shitty. Get Not getting, like, a good night's sleep is the worst. It throws everything off. Yep. But if you are struggling to get a good night's sleep, have you tried the Purple Mattress? No. Well, the Purple Mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses this brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. That's crazy. It's not like the memory foam that you're used to. The purple material feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time. So it keeps everything supported while still feeling really cozy and comfy. Plus, it's breathable, so it sleeps cool. The purple mattress comes with a 100-night risk-free trial. So if you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund. It's backed by a 10-year warranty as well. That's amazing. And it comes with free shipping and returns. You are going to love purple. And right now, our listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text LADIES to 84888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text LADIES to 84888. That's LADIES to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Well, we knew she was coming. The and, worst. <laughs> and she has come to town. Oh, Aunt Flo is here. Every month. <laughs> but you know what makes me feel really good right now about it? I have been wearing Thinks underwear and I just feel more confident knowing that I can wear them without worrying about the worst thing ever, 
leakage. Ooh, especially if you're in those white pants. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. I don't don't even wear white pants. That's tragedy. (laughs) Not on my period. Um, Yeah, 50% of the world's population has a period. So how come we're still not super comfortable talking about it? Thinks is a period-proof underwear that absorbs your flow. Up to four tampons worth, you guys. Do you know how much money you save? That's crazy. That's a lot. That's a lot of blood. Yeah. (laughs) Here's how they work. Your period goes in. No leaks or stains or smells come out, and you stay fresh, dry, and comfortable throughout your cycle. It can back up or even replace tampons, pads, cups, or anything else you're using today. And they look and feel just like an everyday pair of underwear. They're washable and reusable, so you can feel good about switching to a more sustainable period, too. Thanks is on a mission to empower everybody with innovative solutions and social change. Every purchase gives back to their Give Rise program, where they're fighting for better access to puberty education, menstrual equity, and more. To learn more about Thanks Underwear that absorbs your period, visit periodbetter.com and use our special code LADIES to get $10 off your first pair. That's periodbetter.com, code LADIES for $10 off your first pair. Um, okay, so you so you traveled the world, and then that's including with your your you launched a makeup. Well, I want to say makeup, but it has skincare in it. Yeah, we're it's a fusion. Combination. It's skincare meets makeup. Right, it's, that's amazing. It's everything from I saw a serum, a lip balm, eye cream, neck, nice. neck cream, neck and delicate. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So, what did you start with? I started with the face serum. It kind of was it was it was a natural thing for me. It it seems odd, but you know, if you're someone who's been on television for a long time and grew up sort of putting makeup on your face and mm-hmm. you know, I used to do my own makeup for the news. Oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were and people were like, "Who's your makeup artist?" I'm like, "You're looking at her." <laughs> but when what, I was Wait, younger, why did that even They didn't have a makeup artist on set? No, I mean, I worked I know because it's usually when I got into news, it was after sort of the heyday. So, if you weren't in New York or LA and I was in Boston at the time as an anchor, they really didn't pay for to have makeup artists. Got in. it. Okay. Yeah, and that people think that you get free clothes and all this stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm buying my own clothes. Like, right. literally, there's no like frills. So, yeah. yeah, I think I had just missed that like you know, anchorman <laughs> area yeah, where right. they were making like a million dollars, and <laughs> you know, the industry had changed rapidly. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think, and I, when I was young, I worked for Clarence, which is a French line. Mm-hmm. When I was a young girl, and I I was so taught to you know do all this makeup from these amazing beautiful Parisian women. Um, But I wanted to wear something. I was so done wearing heavy makeup, you know, Mm -hmm. under the lights, and it just killed my face, and my skin never looked good, and then you have to put more makeup on Mm -hmm. to cover up your flaws, because Mm -hmm. you can't have a pimple if you're on TV. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my gosh, don't be human. Like the HD cameras. Yeah, exactly. You watch it back, you're like, wow. Literally, don't be human. (laughs) My pores. Yeah. (laughs) People are like, you're hideous. You're like, I am not hideous. I'm just like having like I'm a normal person. Exactly. (laughs) People are so quick to be like, oh my god. And also, too, there was a transition when makeup didn't know how to be HD yet. Yes, you know what I mean? The colors weren't. It just wasn't the right. Yeah. Yeah. And so then and then everyone was like, oh, my God, these new cameras, you can see everything. Let's change yes. the makeup industry. Yes, like, right. right? Yeah. And there was like, do we airbrush it? What yes. do we do? And spackle our face. Mm-hmm. But I was like, what is the product that like my skin will have? And also I was like, I wanted, I'm so like lazy with my nighttime regime mm-hmm. that I'm like Same. eye cream and nah, nah. But I want to do something preventative. So I really found this white space because I wanted a glowing look to my skin, but I didn't want it to be a foundation. And I mm-hmm. couldn't wear tinted moisturizer. It would make me break out. Mm-hmm. And 
a primer was like, well, that's, you know. So I decided to make Inglowy Trust Illuminating Serum, which is basically an all-over glow. So you don't just have to put it on your, you know, highlighter. Right. You can put it all over. It's, it's not sequin sparkles. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just glow. Mm-hmm. And then I packed it with skincare benefits. Love. So throughout the day, it's it's working to firm your skin, hydrate mm-hmm. your skin, work on the more Ooh, you use it, you can get this. rid of. I know. I should have brought we a bunch this. of this. We need this. This is so up our alley. It works to take away any sunspots or damage. Right. So it's slowly doing great skin, skin while you just go about your day. Yeah. So And that's why we did the neck cream and the eye cream to get that same glow. Because my daughter loves highlighters and she can get away with the real sparkly ones. Yeah. But for me, I can't go into a boardroom or no, a no. pitch meeting and with agents and be like glittery. Um, so I, I mean, just, you can. <laughs> I just About wanted me. to, I was like, hmm, but I just wanted something that was more, and you know, if you're going to brunch with the girls, mm-hmm. you're like, I'm going to go like spinning and then go out. Why are you going to put like a bunch yeah. of foundation on your face? Uh, it's that effortless, fresh look. That, I'm into it. Yeah, no, yeah. for real. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's really been a passion. And I think that the message of it is, is in GLOW, G-L-O. Um, we trust it's like Grab Life's Opportunities is sort of the acronym as mm. well. And I think that beauty now is is entering a really cool stage because when I was younger, it was like – it's Estee Lauder or it's MAC, it's mm-hmm. Lancome, and you can never reach people, right? right. Like, but now beauty is like for the people. It and is. It's, what I'm calling is a democratization of beauty. Mm-hmm. So it's like an even playing field. So it's like I, I can you know, reach out to somebody. They can reach out to me on Instagram. They can give me feedback real right. time on my product. Mm-hmm. We've never had this opportunity in beauty mm-hmm. to really um, sort of transcend like – customer and beauty line right so i feel that i'm in a unique position as someone who wears the product and has been you know on tv my whole life to really build products that i think that i would use and i hope women would see that and and know that i'm developing it just for them and i'm not in an ivory tower a bunch of suits and a bunch of you know accessible i'm a woman who's like i think that we need this so we're gonna do it right are you wearing it now uh, I am, but it's it, from a few hours ago. It's so. still. No, your skin looks flawless. It's, it's thank so you. Good. I wear like, it almost every day, and I wear the lip balm um, religiously because uh, it just helps moisture, and we're in such a yeah, dry climate. We need to try mm-hmm. it. Yeah, good. I'll bring I'll bring yes. in a bunch of stuff. Drop it, it off. Yeah, I will, we We're would done. love that. And yeah. then we'll post. I'll throw it on her because oh, I do her thanks. makeup all the yeah. time. But we that nothing kills me more than when people have beautiful skin and mask it with foundation. That is like one of my. They feel like they need to. Because I can't. Of, I know. cannot. The tutorials. You guys both have beautiful skin. Thank though. you. So, I do have foundation. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> she, I don't think you do. I don't have foundation. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, I just have concealer. Yeah, it looks great. Thank you. And you you can wear my serum over foundation because I have heard some people say, "Well, you have good skin." You I'm like, well, first of all, I didn't always have good skin i had to like repair years of damage Mm -hmm. but um you can wear it over foundation because i understand some people want that the little a little more yeah Yeah, and it's like i under and it's like i go both ways it's like i'm not going to tell somebody don't wear makeup because some people feel good like i feel like oh i'm having a sexy day i want to wear a red lip and a cat eye and Mm -hmm. makeup Mm -hmm. but some days you just don't want to do it so our whole thing don't have time yeah like running yeah. around you wake up in the morning you're like okay what is the easiest thing i can do right now yeah let me They're ask on... you guys though don't you feel that there's a pressure for women that's why we call it like cover up there's almost a pressure of like yeah. oh you can't just go out and have natural look there, i think it's changing is, but i think that that's is, where it's psychologically embedded yes yes i think just as a young girl it's you know what you watch on tv and you know it, it just is what it is Your mom doing but I, I was yes. just gonna say that yes. yep <laughs> but i feel like the older we get mm-hmm. and i know personally mm-hmm. i just don't care yes yeah, during the day i'm like this is what you're gonna get mm-hmm. i'm gonna run around and do my errands and yeah. that's that but for an event we'll turn up yeah, yeah that's, exactly we're the same that's way what we're doing this is my like i'm trying today look <laughs> 
Because I wanted to, not because I feel less than. Yes, exactly. But my daily, I don't even. No. Nothing. But when I try a little, then I have to cover my bags because that ethnic skin has got dark circles, honey, and they need to go. Yeah, and if you're going to be on, you know you're going to be on camera, of course. That's different. You know? Yeah. But I think, too, the other thing that's like kind of bugs me is that the this whole like anti-aging anti-aging and i'm mm-hmm. just like you know let's not make people feel bad about getting older because right. we're all getting older hallelujah and they make us buy all these products it's like oh buy all these things and then you'll be beautiful yeah. and our attitude is like you already are beautiful right mm-hmm. i'm telling you inside is beautiful and that's the most important thing and then you know we end up spending so much money for things that either don't work or right. make our skin you know break out and worse mm-hmm. so who gets rich they get rich yeah. and we feel like even crappier. So how do we change that? And I think women today are getting, you know, they're getting in saying like, I feel comfortable not having makeup, but it was, yeah. you know, it's scary, you know, when yeah. you're used to wearing that full face. It is. Yes. And you feel your best. I mean, let's be real. When I have makeup on, I feel prettier. Like, uh, come no, on. When you're, when you're beat. <laughs> yeah. You're on. like, yeah. Yes. I, think, I think I can change you. I think I can convert you. I used to yeah. be that way too. Like I'm the, like the news anchor late night, like always had makeup and then yeah. it was like so scary to be like, oh my God, I mean, natural? Like, yeah. what does that mean? No, but you can convert. I can, I, no, I can do it. I do do it. But I do feel one of my, like, at my best mm-hmm. in a pool, uh-huh. like just super tan, no makeup. That's what I was going to say Amazing. about the gym. Amazing. I feel good at the gym. The gym is good too. It's weird. When yes. I'm sweating, I'm like, there's endorphins. Because there's <laughs> yes. the glow. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not wearing makeup at the gym, but I'm right. like looking at myself Who lifting wears weights makeup and I'm at like, the gym. Yeah. The girls um, at Equinox. I can't. Well, we're not going <laughs> to. The one in West Hollywood? I <laughs> all of them. How do you work out? All of them. How My do you work out with the full face? I don't get it. How? I How don't know. How does this happen? We could probably only wear Bianca De La Garza beauty. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, That's everyone right. transition right now. That's right. Because I'm yeah, sweating. No. Yeah, me too. And I, I touch. I literally am wiping my me face. Me too. Like, I, it's bad. I mean, people do do it, but I think it clogs your pores and you oh, break out yes. and it's like not worth it so yeah short-term gain long-term pain right yeah. i love that yes yeah. i agree but so okay so what has been your biggest career highlight so far what do you think <laughs> that's so hard to <laughs> say i know it is you can uh, name a few if you want okay yeah. <laughs> like highlight like things i remember like that was an amazing like yeah moment day your, mo- your proudest moments yeah uh for my career yes okay so whoo I'm on the spot here. I mean, you were Emmy nominated. That's a big Let's deal. Let's start with that. Where were you when you found out you were Emmy nominated? Uh, I want to. Well, I was nominated a few times, actually. Oh, wait, the first oh. time. Because uh, the first time is always unforgettable. You're was like, the first time with uh, Mohammed Elf? Was Al Fayed? Yeah. No, I had another Emmy nomination for like a news report I did on. Um, I did this really weird story. I remember. I don't know if you guys remember this years ago. People were torching cars if you were driving like a Hummer. It was like called like. What um, in the hell? It was happening in San Diego and. It was happening in um, other places. They'd like literally torch sprawl if they um, saw people building or like tor- torch Hummer event, um, Hummer dealerships. Why? And then I found this guy who was like directing all of it. It was like terrorism. It was like a, a ver- they called it like eco terrorism. Okay. Like people oh. hated you if you had a, a gas guzzler Got or you it. were building a big thing. And it was really hurting, you know, if you're a business owner, you know, I, or yeah. you're a developer, yeah. and you're someone torches. It was, and people could die. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So th- I remember that story was really kind of, it was called ELF. And I finally got to the guy who was like the, 
the underground person who was directing the the hits. And Ooh. it was crazy. I mean, like, I've done some weird... When I think about it, I'm like, I've been in some weird-ass <laughs> situations. Were you ever scared? And yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've had to run after people because you're so aggressive. Like, you're taught... Don't come back without the story. Mm-hmm. Like I literally told – I've been told like you're going to go out and you're going to get that person and you're going to get that rapist to talk to you now that he's out <laughs> on bail. And if you don't come back without the story, then you, you don't don't come back. Jeez. So I've had to like chase – and all the reporters have that like hungry pack attitude. So yeah. I remember chasing people <laughs> and people would like swing at you and oh, spit at you. Like Anchorman. <laughs> it's nuts. And I remember it? being in a, a, a courtroom with the shoe bomber Richard Reed and when he stood up, he was like – he might as well have been eight foot tall. I was like, this guy's a monster. Wow. And he tried to blow up a plane two days ago. Oh. And it's crazy. So, yeah. and just being in like prison settings, interviewing people and just kind of not knowing. Being in places where like, you know, like stuff could go off the edge any minute. Yeah. And, like, and now listen, this compares nothing. I don't want to say anything I've done compares to like reporting on a war zone or anything these other reporters have done. Like, I wouldn't say I've risked my life. I've been in dicey situations. Right. But mm-hmm. like. We can be in dicey situations if you go out late at night and you're not paying attention in New York. Like, you yeah. know, so – but I've definitely been scared, like, in moments where it's like, this is really unstable and this person, you know. Yeah, of course. I'm alone or mm. I'm just with a photographer uh-uh. and it, they won't find you're us, alone? you know. Yeah, oh when I, I – you know, I <laughs> well, have one photographer. <laughs> this guy was like, don't come with your cameraman. And my cameraman's like, all right, if you end up, like, in a, a million pieces chopped up somewhere, like, it was great knowing you, you oh know. My oh, my God. God. But you're so good. <laughs> anything for the story. Anything. I've interviewed, like, wow. human smugglers and, like, you had to cover their faces and I was in uh-huh. Tijuana and you know just like weird stuff so there's a thrill there though I'm sure I think so and I think if you know you're doing something that's going to net in like exposing corruption mm-hmm. or showing a story that needs to be told mm-hmm. that's why when I say I got into journalism when it was like true journalism mm-hmm. now it's just like it's just propaganda it really yeah. is it's like here's the left here's the right and they're going to tell you what they want and they're all controlled I don't even watch the news so, anymore it, it's sad but it's hard it's, it's really hard it's hard to. it's yeah. just so negative yeah and so for me, it's like, oh, but um, I've had a lot of proud moments all all in, though, you know, covering major stories and, you know, being at the front of some, you know, impactful stories. And, I, you know, I did have some fun moments, you know, like when you cover the Super Bowl and like you're interviewing Tom Brady, like the sexiest guy ever, like two minutes after he wins the Super Bowl, you're like, this doesn't suck. Right, you know, right, like yeah. he's really cute. Like the ticker tape still this coming down. Suck. You're like, okay, Tom. How's it feel? You have Wheaties boxes coming out and you're like, oh, you know, so I've had some glamorous moments. You know, it's been highs and lows and, you know, creating when we created the show, I did this really creative like promo campaign and that got an Emmy. And I was really proud of, I think, probably having my show be nominated. You know, Mm -hmm. my one episode was nominated and then our promo was nominated. So that was like it was purely me. Like no one assigned Mm -hmm. that story to me. I had a a mission. I had an idea, a vision of this promo and it got, you know, an Emmy nomination. It was kind of like ones where roses were following on me, kind of like an American beauty. So things like that I've been really proud of. But I'm proud, honestly, of just being true to myself. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds like Pollyanna-ish and cheesy. But honestly, I could have done amazing things. I don't think I'm better than anyone else. Like, I'm like everyone else. I get Mm -hmm. up. I put my pants on the same way. I have the same worries. I have the Mm -hmm. same concerns. You know, is my daughter safe? Can I pay the bills? Like, I'm just, like, living my life. So I think the thing I'm most proud is I've never, I can say as a woman, um, I've had investors to help me over the years. I've never sacrificed my morals, my ethical code mm. to get where I am. And Bravo. that's the way to you do know? it. Like, yes. 
Don't Bravo. sleep with people, girls, mm-hmm. to get to, you know, just mm-hmm. don't do it. Yeah, and, right. you know, I've never compromised who I am. Mm-hmm. And if someone doesn't like it, they're not going to, good. D- yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Bye. There's yeah. somebody else. It's not Always. for you. And I've yeah. been, you know, that's just, just the wrong door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had this one guy, this is actually a c- crazy story. In New York about a year ago, they invited me to speak at this very fancy club. I won't name it, right? It's mm-hmm. probably $50,000 to be a part of the club. They said, would you do a, a lunch and learn? I said, okay. Oh, now I said that, they'll probably know. I did a lunch and learn. <laughs> talking about the beauty line. The women are like, I get it. We like it because they're end users. Yeah. And this one guy's like, you know, I don't think your your line's going to work. And and he's the one who also had told me during the course of it how his friend had just paid for his girlfriend to get a butt implant, his friend in Miami. And I'm like, uh-huh. okay, this is a story I don't need to know. But okay. <laughs> he said to me, I said, oh, really? And he starts like, he's acting like, you know, he's like, ah, that's, and he goes, well, women, you know, you either have to be Neiman Marcus or Walmart. You're, you're, you because you know, I'm affordable. We're in the, right in that sweet spot. Uh, and I looked at him and I was like. coming from a man. Yeah. And I said, you know, it, this is the problem. Women who can't afford Neiman Marcus shouldn't be relegated to have to buy something that's not good for their skin. Right. And then, there's, a, there's a section of people out there that are working hard that develop just uh, they should afford and deserve to have something good for them absolutely and i was so like oh wow like just leave don't stay here and yeah. listen to me and then i had another guy who had the nerve to call me after the lunch he's like oh i want to i want to talk to you 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 know you obviously um maybe i can invest in your company i wasn't even looking for investors mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so i was like okay he's like i want to talk to you i really liked your speech or i said mm-hmm. okay whatever so mm-hmm. he wants to invest yeah uh-huh. and i'm like invest. i never yeah. mentioned i invested so mm-hmm. we we played phone tag and i had a, a, a colleague of mine who was setting up a meeting and his mm-hmm. mother had a serious illness so i said oh please reschedule no, no big deal and then he had the nerve, like, to write back. He's like, your assistant needs to do better at, at taking meetings. Uh, you know, we don't have a date. And I wrote back very nicely. I'm so sorry, but we, we had a problem with your your mother, and we were trying to be respectful of you. Right. And I said, you know, and he's like, you know, he writes back. He goes, I just want you to know, I was going to invest in your company, but I don't like the way you guys run things, so I'm going to not do it. And I thought to myself, <laughs> oh, bye. Yeah. How terrible is that, though? If I was someone that really needed an investment, Mm -hmm. that a man would sit there and be like dangling. Dangling. Mm -hmm. Like, I was going to, but now I'm not. Mm -hmm. And I think I wrote back something like pithy, but like, well, you need a lesson in decorum because I don't need your money and I certainly don't need to be talked to like that. But it's this assumption as as a female CEO, it's like, you know. But he needed him or something like that. That's crazy. It's a control thing. And it's not just women versus men because we, I love men. I absolutely. Absolutely am not someone that's against that. But I just think there is certain challenges. There are certain challenges and there is a sense sometimes where it's like I can say things three times and Mm -hmm. it just takes me longer to get the message across. But as Mm -hmm. long as I'm not compromising my values, when they get the message, they'll either respect me or – have their ego bruised and they'll they'll leave you know men or women whatever so was this a problem breaking into journalism since you're like such a strong female was it a problem no i was really lucky and blessed i worked really hard to meet with a lot of news directors so Mm -hmm. i got my job in albany new york a week before i graduated and albany doesn't sound like the sexiest place but it was market 51 and i could have started in market 151 Mm -hmm. so it was like the state capital and like being you know proximity to new york it was wonderful so I never had any – in journalism, it was different. I never felt that there was any type of, you know, um, any Walls type of – or anything. No, yeah. no, no. It was kind of – well, there were a lot of female journalists. Remember, mm-hmm. there's a lot of female anchors. And so, right. you know, we had already kind of busted through that mm-hmm. glass ceiling, you know, many yeah. decades before. And I think there was a respect just for journalism at the time. But I think that the challenge comes into when you start raising money for your own company and when you start doing things that mm-hmm. are not exactly – 
to what the status quo is, mm-hmm. people are going to give you more questions and they're mm-hmm. going to try to entice you to do things mm-hmm. because they think you're desperate mm-hmm. and right. they think you'll do anything for yeah. it. I'm sure he they're, assumed you were going to chase him. Yeah. They want to see what they can get. Yeah. Of course. And Tales old as time. Uh-huh. This is ridiculous. This industry. And then, like you said, you know, when you accept those offers, you give that that power. gesture power. You give that, you know, notion power, and then it continues on. And so that's been the great part of the whole Me Too movement is that we've, we're really shutting that shit down. Yeah, and it's I think, like, you know, you just at the end of the day, like, yeah, I mean, I've had people have a meeting with me at 9 a.m. And then, it, oh, I'm late. Uh, let's meet at 3 o'clock. Oh, can you just meet at my hotel at 7 o'clock? No, oh, I can't. No, no, no. I actually yeah. can't. I'm, I, I, I really – between professional hours. That's so it's like bizarre. So don't put yes. yourself in situations where you can be victimized. But, you know, I think that it's just – and I don't judge other people for what they've done or decisions they have to make. I just feel really so blessed that every day that I know I can, you know, stand on my own two feet and be self-sufficient and be self-made and maybe mm-hmm. that's something I learned from my mom or maybe that's something from my environment or my education mm-hmm. that she gave mm-hmm. me that kind of just made me feel very um very independent and right. very strong which you'll pass on which you are passing on to your daughter I, yeah. I'm passing it on to her definitely I mean, she mm-hmm. goes to a very difficult school she's getting an education and I just want women to get that message of like get yeah. educated and really if you can you know mm-hmm. you know not everyone can afford you know college and it's hard of course yeah. but try to try to learn as much about the world and how things work and your your finances and try yes. to get skills mm-hmm. so you don't have to just be dependent on other people right agreed hey. yeah you heard it here folks <laughs> so what is next for you uh, so we're really excited obviously the movie Mulan Angels 2 is coming out so mm-hmm. that's the we're going to be promoting that we're going to be releasing a few new items for the beauty line. So stay yes. tuned for a couple of new additions, which I'm really excited about. I can't about. wait. Yeah. Again, I've tried everything on my skin. So I'm hyper <laughs> sensitive. So if it doesn't break me out, I know yeah. it's going to be safe for Amazing. other women. And um, so between that and the movie and um, working overseas, uh, doing some more content creation um, with, you know, beauty focused content mm-hmm. um, is great. And then I'm going to be, you know, continuing my work, I think, as a – as a beauty line founder and speaking to other founders and trying to always give back and give them advice, solid advice. It's really hard, you know, to, to mm-hmm. launch your own line, to launch a product. Yeah. So I'm always available. I think when women need counsel to start their own business and I'm really passionate about, you know, letting um, people understand sort of here, here's how, not that, that there's a blueprint to do it or a, or a rule book, mm-hmm. but like some pitfalls. Don't yeah. make the mistakes I made. You, you right. learn certain things along the way yeah. and you want to share that. Yeah. Yes. No, I love please that. Please save the mistakes. You don't yes. Do right. that, you know, Yes. We can't we can't go back and erase everything like you know the no, tragic haircuts or the outfits. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, but that's I, a part of the job. Don't, yeah. don't don't yeah. invest with this person. Be careful with that. Be right. You know, there's a lot of shady people, and even in cosmetics, like people don't understand. Like some products you're buying are seventy dollars, but it's a three dollar formula, oh, yeah. and it's like, that. oh yeah. my gosh, you know, as a mm-hmm. makeup artist, and you're yep. going like it's all marketing. So yeah, right. I feel that you know the more informed we can be, and that's my journalism background. I think it's always about information and knowledge and getting people, you know, um, what they need. I I mean, I'm just going to continue to, you know, live every day and take the opportunities that I'm granted and, and thank God, really thank God for, Mm -hmm. you know, the wherewithal to, to be here. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, we're so lucky to have you here today. Thank you for inspiring us and all of our listeners. And I hope you find time to sleep <laughs> on a plane somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That's when you sleep. I totally get it. Yes. I do. I do actually try to schedule my sleep. Yeah, I feel you. 
That's, That's so me. funny. You're like, and I, today yeah. I'll be sleeping at this time. <laughs> no, literally, my doctor's like, get eight to nine hours. Like, if yeah. that's the one thing you can do for your life. Right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm so excited by what you guys are doing. So thank you for having me. It's an honor, really, to be part of this conversation. Yes. yes. You know, it's an important one. And I think, you know, ratings aside or not, I feel like it's already a huge success that you're doing it and you're here. And right. thank you. Uh, I'm really excited to see, see and hear all your shows. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for being here. <laughs> And remember, guys, you you can can always always sit with us. Thanks for listening to Ladies Like Us from the Lady Gang and Podcast One. Be sure to download new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts or on the Podcast One app. And remember, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And before we go, guys, we just want to take a minute to thank all of our amazing sponsors. If you want to learn more about them, be sure to check out the show notes for this episode.